0: known as the female mind. you are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fangirl Zone. I am Sean Fangirl S. today we are talking Handmaid's Tale. So joining me as always is Miss Jennifer. Hello. Hello everyone. And for this episode, episode 9, The Bridge, we have a special guest joining us all the way from the nerd element, Miss Michelle. Hello,
1: welcome. Hey, hi guys.
0: So, uh, Michelle just rewatched. She's probably got this the freshest in her head. And this episode was kind of crazy, and I'm going to give the little synopsis and then we'll kind of jump into it. So we have offered embarking on a dangerous mission for the resistance. Janine moves to a new posting, and Serena Joy suspects the commander's infidelity. So there was a lot happening, but Michelle was pointing out that Obviously, if you've watched this, so you know what's happening. But the actual portion that consists of the bridge is only in the last. What did you say, Michelle? Like thirteen minutes of the.
2: Yeah, and it's not even the last whole thirteen minutes because after that, you there's know, skip,
1: scene. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's another. There's a couple more scenes, so yeah. Which
0: is weird because the weight of that scene makes it feel like it's almost the whole show, which obviously we know it's not. But, Jennifer, you had a thought of that on that, too.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I rewatched it again, and I'm like, wow, the bridge scene is, like, super shorter than I remember it being because that scene's so intense. But then I got to thinking, what if this whole show or this whole episode is about metaphorical bridges, the bridge that she goes um, – with the resistance to, to get that package from Jezebel's and the bridge of the handmaidens taking crazy Janine from her old family to her new family. Cause they're all lined up there um, as a bridge oh, yeah. almost for her to walk into the van. And then you see, Serena bursting into the commander's office later, and that's kind of a bridge into back into the the men's world that she hasn't had access to in such a long time, and she didn't look happy to to find to see what she found there. So, I mean, I I see a lot of bridges um, that could be symbolic bridges in this episode, but man, that scene on the actual bridge, holy crap! Yeah, it, it took over the whole episode. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Now we have
0: Warren's daughter, Charlotte's, or she has a different name, Angela. That's the official name, which, uh, wow, well, I don't know. Janine just did not want to have that happen. But she's being christened, and this is the official basically handing over of the child, and the handmaid will be sent somewhere else. Now... What did you guys think about this? Because, obviously, we know Janine's a little, like, cuckoo for hoga puffs, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, she, she, like, goes to give the baby and then kind of pulls the baby back. And then you have Aunt Lydia, you know, kind of, like, coaxing her to it. And even the commander and his wife are like, oh, we'll take great care of her. I mean, how did you feel? Because she looked... Really, like she was about to snap right there. Michelle
2: with the D. I think she's always about to snap, but <laughs> that's neither here no there. Um, Janine Jean- is not the sharpest tool in the shit. But I i not to put this disclosure this whole world angers me. As it should. It, it, Yeah, it's
0: supposed to, like, get you kind of riled up so that we don't ever end up here, and yet, I mean, we're headed we're. There. we've talked about it, that there's a whole movement of people who do want to do this, which it it does kind of confuse me.
1: And hey, just, just in case I am wearing red, it is my color. My <laughs> hmm.
2: And I am, um, and not all... Religious people are like this. I'll put this out there too because I'm a Christian, and Sean, sure know me, I'm not like this. Um, wow, if you are, you're really undercover with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not just like yeah, because Sean, we could talk about it all the time. I mean, you can edit that. We um, had Lana talks about it all the time. She's going to be so bad if she hears it. Um, but yeah, um, but the. You had, just to go back, you, first of all, from the wives to the handmaidings, they all have something to be upset about. The handmaid means that I have to lay here, to have a baby for you, and just give it up. I have to go through labor. I have to go through the whole process. And I. And biologically, I that is the handmaid's child. Yes. Yes. That is my child. This is my blood. Um, And then on the wife. I gotta watch you procreate this child Mm -hmm. with a woman, and if you're supposed to be a religious sect, that should be against the rules. Yeah, you don't
1: want to see your husband having sex with someone else. They they base it around the whole. Jacobian, you know, ceremony thing, you know, and and, and she says, go unto my handmaid and we'll make it a ceremony, we'll make it sound good with the wives total buy-in. And then she has to feed that child for a certain period of time, Janine does, and the thing I noticed when she was handing the baby over and she got reluctant, she's like, Almost like this woman has no idea how to take care of this child. Exactly. Um, you have to burp her or she'll spit it all up and things like that. Janine clearly does not trust the wife. Uh, I, I do not either. I, I, I don't either. And after seeing the way she is with her throughout the rest of the episode where they're watching Janine being taken away and the baby doesn't want to stop crying and serena joy is like oh you want me to you know help you and you know if you just do i know what's best for my child and i'm just like what a
0: bitch right because every everybody in okay and again i don't have kids so in my opinion everybody that i know who has kids i'll put it that way always Mm -hmm. does need help with something especially with their first child because it can be Mm -hmm. really overwhelming Oh, yeah, and, totally. And, I mean, I feel like even though Serena doesn't have a kid, I'm assuming she grew up around siblings, you know, where she's she, like, Oh, I oh, can help. Family. Right. Yeah. And then, obviously, I mean, Janine's upset, and they've got to be able to understand that. I mean, even when Aunt Lydia is in the background kind of, like, you know, doing the little head nod, like, you know, just reassure her you'll do everything, yada, yada. And like I said, we know Janine kind of went over it because she came in super tough, but they broke her that first day, like seriously yeah. broke her mental state.
1: And so and they regressed her, her even more with the the rape blaming, right? You know, when she was raped as a kid, and I believe her mother had her ha- have an abortion or something like that. Mm. And and like whose fault was it hers? And so they have totally just. In a world gone mad, she's the craziest one, right? It's like totally, we may all be a little mad here, but she is totally off a
0: rocker. But that's what yeah. I found interesting too, because then as they leave and there's the ceremony with all the handmaids lined up, and she's like off to the truck, and it seems like she doesn't even realize because she's like, bye bye, you know, He's like coming yeah, me. She's, right.
2: She, her brain has shut off completely. From that point. Yes,
0: and. She, i in the real world. <laughs> well, I feel bad because, I mean, what we've seen and what she has said, I feel like two different things. Now, obviously, she has bought into this, like, her commander is going to come for her because he <laughs> he lied to her to such an extent, which I feel like he had to know she was so fragile, like, mentally, mm-hmm. that this was going to put her completely over the edge. And, you know, she even hugs Alfred, she's like, he's coming, he's coming, I know. And even when Alfred does the kind of warning question to Aunt Lydia, do you think she's alright? Right, right. and then Aunt Lydia's like, she's tougher than you think, and I was really surprised at that, because if this has been, Jennifer, I think we said, we're looking at three years time?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that she would have to be able to start seeing when you have one of the girls about to break. Because I know Janine's not the first one.
2: Yeah, she No, can't. she's not. She's not. And but they're in denial because of that world that they're yes. in. I still yep. need to know and I
0: hope beyond hope that in season two they give us something how the ants became ants.
1: Yes. How did the Marthas become Marthas? The aunts become aunts? How? I want to know yeah, that hierarchy. we are, pretty, pretty much figured out. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want to hear about that. And I was trying to count how many handmaids there there are, and I don't know if there are possibly more in other territories or what or what have you. But in our current territory, which I think is near Boston, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think we figured out, um, I counted 48 handmaids standing in that line, plus Crazy Janine. So with Mora having escaped, that, that means that that red center would have had about 50.
0: See, and I think when we went back to episode one, when I started rewatching that with my husband, I thought I counted about 60. So I'm wondering right. if some have been moved. I'm assuming there's several. Like, all yes. over, because obviously they're not shipping them from Boston to Cali to Florida. Right. Yeah. So uh, cause I them. really find it hard to believe that there's only about 60 fertile women in the whole country. So I'm yeah. sure that they're, like, moving around, possibly, you know, they, they have some having kids. or.
2: It's interesting. Like, I'm always in rebel mode that you're – that's what y'all think about. When I saw that people – when I saw the 4860 or whatever had made it, I was like, y'all can't get together and just run the group <laughs> and just overpower, like, I, I mean. Like, we, have,
1: we had Auckland that ran off with the, the car, so there's another one. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's definitely more of them than there are of the other people at some times. but the other people have the guns. I know, but i would be thinking, you know, sacrifice for the team. Like, just. <laughs> for the same recipe. And we do see a little bit of that later on, which, I, and I don't want to spoil it, but I will say that a lot of this episode was not in the book. Oh. Okay. And, and in the book, Crazy Janine's Angela turns out to be defective. Really. There was wrong with it. It was sick. They don't know why, and I don't know what happened to the baby. If it just sounded like they kind of just—it was an unbaby, and it was like shipped off to the colonies to die. I—I I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's what it sound like in the book, and I'm like, what a cruel world where is if a child is born with a disability or some kind of defect that it has no value in society, and that made yeah, me really, and then I wondered. You know, maybe the the wife didn't take care of it and it became a sickly baby because we kind of see her not having the best parenting skills and maybe it was her fault. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, a lot of this episode is not in the book, but I am glad that they did give us this perspective because it adds to the world it enriches the world and i just i want more handmaid's tale i want to know more about gilead uh, Gilead. and i want to know more about like how the order of things and what happened and how it happened so i'm I'm ready for season
2: two right yeah we're gonna need more because i remember when i was about to read the book because i like i saw the movie from the 90s Mm -hmm. but i didn't read the book But I read up on the book and I was like, Oh, so it really didn't have an ending, you don't know what's going on. Right. It's just um you have to guess. And the movie was kinda like that too, and I was like, No. And so I'm happy with the series. I just I need y'all to Oh yeah. Just leave where Miss Atwood left off. Give us (laughs) some closure, you know. Just
1: give us us more.
2: Yeah, so I do wanna know how, like you say, on the um aunts and how these people get chosen and how they become what they've become. Yeah, it's a
1: screening process for all of this, you know?
2: Uh, yeah. Now, there's going to pre- be a little bit different because it's also book. The book was written back in a time where, like, I'm African American, so I couldn't have been a ha- handmaiden. That yeah, the original
1: one that was yeah. Make America White Again, which is yeah. completely
2: wrong. <laughs> so the series is not going to do that. Like, there's going to be you know, whatever they'll have. but So I I would like to see how the show would decide who could be what and what could be what because it was different reasons when the book was written. So it would be nice to see what the writers do with these stories.
0: Well, we did talk yeah. about that previously, too, that if you noticed all the commanders were older white men. Old white guys, yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Okay, right Bring you back now. <laughs> um, I do want to talk a second about when we're seeing Jean get on the, the van to be taken to her next post, you have Serena Joy, and you have uh, the baby's mom, whose name escapes me, some help me out. I, I don't know. I just call her the bitch. <laughs> That's a good name for her. I like that. She was kind of evil. Like, you can see her dressing up like a total witch on Halloween and not needing a whole <laughs> lot of makeup. We'll no. <laughs> call her bitch Warren. okay? <laughs> but, and like you said... The you know, baby was crying, Serena's trying to help, and all of a sudden she snaps at Serena. Mm-hmm. She's like, everybody knows what happens to your first handmaid. The men don't change, mm-hmm. and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. because last episode, Jezebel, that came into play. Does everybody unofficially know
1: that the commanders take people to... Jezebel's. That they like to play games with the handmaids. I, I think yeah, the Men will
2: be men, you mean?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind I, of was... interesting that they, she's
0: throwing that out there because it's like. Yeah.
1: I think it goes back to one of the first episodes where they're, you know, having the birthing ceremony and they're all kind of, you know, snacking and talking. Well, they're all sluts, you know. And it's probably because of things like this where you have commanders take care, uh, take advantage of crazy people like crazy Janine and you have the commanders dressing their handmaids up and taking them out to Jezebels for a spin and stuff like that and it kind of insinuated that the last handmaid at the Waterford house there was a big affair between the two of them okay and
2: yeah, that's, that's what the
1: I, got. I got and that she had been the Jezebels and she had been having this illicit affair where things, you know, got carried away, and she ended up hanging herself. And yeah, that's what I got to do. And since women can't read, you know, there's not really... TV or, you know, anything for the women to do, other than knit or garden, I can only imagine that gossiping about the other wives behind each other's back would be the main source of entertainment. So, of course, everyone knows. But (laughs) let's be honest. If you
0: have a society like what we're seeing, and you have the women who are all supposed to be the higher-up money people, basically, I'm saying that in quotes, you know they're all going to be talking about each other anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that's hap- now, okay, just because I'm having kind of a weird moment, I don't want to screw it up. Is this the one where they're walking the baby in a stroller? They have, um, she does that later in the episode. Okay, so yeah. that does happen. That's what I want to ask. So, when they're walking, like later, and Serena is like, shouldn't you cover the baby up? I'm kind of sticking with one group of people right now, sorry guys. Uh, shouldn't you cover the baby up? She's like, oh, she's fine. And going back to what, Jennifer said then, could it be that she was, like, so irritated with everything that she didn't care about,
1: like, taking care of the baby? Maybe she didn't even want a child. Maybe the society forced her into parenthood. Not everyone wants to be a parent, and that's okay. But in this society, if you're married to one of the superior men, you're going to raise a child as a wife. And, no. and just... Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: What I don't know and you you might have already discussed it. The wives cannot have children. So like do the commanders pick I can't remember, do they take barren women on purpose? Like why can't a pretty young woman who can have children be married to someone?
0: Well see that we kind of touched on that and they touch on it oh my gosh, I don't even remember which episode now, when she goes to the doctor. That uh-huh. is not
1: always the women. The woman's, yeah, the, most of the men are. True, same. yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. And so, so that was, I mean, I it could be, that.
0: Serena Joy may well be able to have kids, just not with, you know, Waterford. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting, though, when they were going for the walk, that they have a guard with them. And mm-hmm. one of the Marthas is like, oh, look, is this the baby? And then all of a sudden, we have no. Warren's wife, like, you know, perk up, like, oh, yes, isn't she beautiful, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then next thing you know, it's like, move along, don't touch baby. It's like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, the very, very overprotective. Oh, my gosh, I just had a crackpot theory of epic proportions. Uh, put on your okay. tinfoil hat, Michelle. Let's go for this. Okay, so we see in the episode where they have the big event with the Mexican ambassador, and we see the commander and Serena Joy kind of break, and they do have sex with one another. So we know that Serena has some kind of relationship with Nick in which she trusts him enough to have taken offered to her in order to try to get, you know, her pregnant. Mm -hmm. What if Serena Joy ends up pregnant and says, oh, it's a blessed miracle and it's yours? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What would happen? What what twist that would be? And it turns out to be Nick's.
2: That would be crazy. Oh, like,
1: crackpot theory.
2: <laughs> and, like, what would you do with that baby? Oh, 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 I'm just.
1: <laughs> right, because
0: that's what's really different. You said they're not allowed to even have sex anymore
1: once it's, it's deemed right. that she can't have a baby. Right. So what would happen even to Serena and the commander in this world? Well, how did she get pregnant? Is she going to claim that she was raped? I mean, are they going to admit that they broke down and had sex? Is that allowed in this world? I don't know.
2: This world is crazy. I right. mean, I'm just When husband and wife can't even have sex together. So, like, you can't ha- enjoy time with your husband for religious reasons? What in the world? I thought the whole purpose of marriage
1: was to honor and cherish and love exactly. one another and it's not just solely for procreation i mean yes that's one of the reasons people do get married but
0: still well that's what marriage is about that's not what the sex is about because according to the bible at some point in monty python you know every sperm is sacred so yeah exactly. every sperm is sacred <laughs> yeah all right, let's bring it back. Oh, my gosh, this is horrible. We're chasing the squirrels, guys. Sorry. Um, All right. Let's bring it back to poor Janine, who is now given to Daniel. So she's of Daniel. Now, I felt really bad for Daniel's wife in this situation, mm-hmm. because I feel like this may be the first handmaiden they have gotten, Yeah, because she seemed really excited and nervous, and she's like, oh, this I'm nervous, too, and I totally understand, you know, this is something new for both of us. And I'm like, wait, is this not something that they've all had a chance to do that? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think so,
2: because there's only so many handmaidens.
0: Right. Yeah, but if we're looking at 48, I didn't think there was that many commanders. At least that's not what we see later.
1: And and lower-ranking men do get assigned handmaids as well if they don't have a con of wives who are fertile. Oh, so it may just take time before they get Yeah, married. I mean, you just kind of have to go through the rotation, and that's why you only get a specific amount of time at each posting, I think, is is how it works. I don't it's know. It's really creepy, too, with saying it that way. It's like, yeah, they have a rotation. It's like,
0: oh, you know, rotation of these women who are basically being raped every month. Which is like horrible,
1: but but we do get the one handmaid that was kind of hey my life is better right. Um He's like I want in on Mayday and Alfred's like what do you mean I want in on Mayday? Well we need you to go back to Jezebel's and pick up a package and uh, off Daniel uh, she's got a sweet new posting with a, a nice new mistress and a huge house and that I mean that was a nice house and but she's still like. In spite of herself, because she thinks Warren's supposed to be coming for her, she shouldn't be moving along, and she was going to be a family with her baby, she breaks during the ceremony and is hovering in the corner. I was feeling so horrible for poor Jeanine. Like,
0: I think I started to cry in this moment because Uh seeing her just freak out and hide in the corner, and even the commander and his wife are kind of like, what the heck is happening? We got a crazy one. (laughs) Well, I mean, like I said it seemed like this might have been the first time, so I felt really bad for Daniel's wife.
1: It's It's, almost like they didn't know if this was normal or not.
0: Right. Yeah, they didn't. But then, you know, when she, you know, whispers, no, he's coming, I should wait downstairs, oh, this is so far away, that should have been little triggers, like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Although Daniel's (laughs) wife thought, oh, yeah, he's coming in the room, we're doing this here, you know, she's like, I felt like, she was just going to be blissfully ignorant because she thought Janine was totally cool with it because they believe, yeah, Lydia and everybody else that She's these fine. girls She's know not. what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. I oh yeah, it was kind of rough. So we have, yeah, like you said, you know, Alfred actually finding a way to get in with Mayday. And yeah, like,
1: she, she is the one waiting for the commander this time. Yeah. I was first summoning him and she, she knows she has sway with him to ask to go out again. And he's moved and actually says, well, maybe we can go back there sometime tonight. And then you see the look on Alfred's face and she's like, yes.
0: Yeah. And then this was kind of creepy because she's like, well, can we go have a drink? And he's like, uh, maybe after. It's like, know. oh. <sighs>
2: like I felt, I did
0: that d- too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh,
2: I need a shower. I feel dirty. Before this, before we do this, I need a drink, right? <laughs> Because this um, is not, I mean, yeah, I do it at the house, but it's like a controlled environment. Your wife there is there at this. i got to act like I enjoy it. And be totally yeah. naked, and, and,
1: and yeah. on so the fact that offered wants to go to the bar for something, and he warns Waterford to be careful. So whose side is he really on here is what I want to know. Yeah, Nick is, like, I know
0: we've talked about this a couple times, and it's so confusing the way Nick is Especially after we see his background in the last episode, it's like, is he one that wants to be with June? Does he not? Does he want to like, bust Waterford? Does he want to try to
1: make his own name and somehow move up? I don't know. And he's had other affairs with, it seems like he's had affairs with some of the Marthas that are working at Jezebel's. Right.
0: And that's what's confusing. Come. Right, and then even, was it this one, I believe, that, um, yeah, he's talking to that Martha, which I don't think we got her name, Mm-mm. but she's like, oh, you know, you're into that handmaid, huh? You better be careful. And he's like, I don't yeah. know what you're
1: talking about. And she's like, just shut up and
0: eat. You know, they're
1: watching. <laughs> yeah, she had made him some special pasta or something. So, okay, offered fakes liking self- sex with the commander. She's trying to be believable. Yeah, that but was then awkward, the- too, by the way. Yeah, and then the commander says that he isn't dumb, and he knows she wanted to come back here, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm caught. In comes Moira, and my mouth just dropped open. I'm like, oh, my God, he thought she wanted a three-way with her friend. <gasps> Please do yes. not let this happen. No,
2: no, 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 no.
0: Right. And then she's like, yeah, you're... no, not
2: like that. I'm and so then... glad she did that, too. I was like, yes, don't be too scared to speak up. Yeah, just... yeah.
1: And then he drops the mother of all bombs that, oh, I've slept with Ruby before. I'm going to go rinse off while you guys catch up. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was worried, but he didn't know her real name. Yeah.
0: So I was happy with that. Yes. But just watching this exchange and then how Moira is, like, trying to tell her, no, you're not getting out. We're never getting out. To too dangerous. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then I love that June, a.k.a. Alfred, you know, was like, you know what? I had to to get through all the crap that I was getting through knowing that you wouldn't take this shit. And yeah. thinking that you were dead. Yep. And just the fact that she kind of stood up to her. And I know that kind of hurt both of them. But mm-hmm. I think that was a
1: slap in the face that Moira needed. Yeah, she says, I want you to fight. I want you to be who I know you used to be. Yeah. And, and it kind of, it kind of hit Moira hard and, and she leaves kind of upset. But in the end, <laughs> we figured out that little pep talk uh,
0: helped quite a bit. So, right. Yeah. Cause you know, she's not going to get the package. It could be anything. What are you going to do? And it's like, and I'm thinking, how the hell are you going to sneak anything back anyway? Yeah,
1: I mean you're gonna you gonna like Easter that. I mean
0: <laughs> You don't know how big the package is, so that
1: should be interesting. It's like that and I should I should make a note in the book the outfit that he takes through the Jezebel's in, and it's only the one time, so this is like completely new content too. Uh it is kind of like a showgirl with feathers kind of oh, like Vegas my outfit my that Alfred wears. So there's no way in hell she could have gotten a package in that. At least the outfit that she is wearing in the show is a little bit of a dress that she could but I mean that was an awfully big package. I don't know yeah, what she would have put. That, it wouldn't <laughs> have happened. I mean, yeah, unless, I mean unless, think, unless Nick was gonna carry it. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like we think Nick's on our side right now. I'm not so sure right now. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but Nick I don't know. And yeah, she but she didn't know what she was getting. So she just thought she was probably gonna do something with the package and she's just starting to she's in over her head. That's
1: true. That's true. Yeah, she she doesn't know exactly what to expect, and you see Nick back there talking to some of the Marthas, and she says, you know, the girls at Jezebel's aren't good for rebellion. They get fucked or fucked up, and the Martha just get and and, and that's when she guesses that Nick's into offer and tells him, to, you know, he's got to be careful, and I and and that just kind of like that statement kind of stopped me, and that like you have the strong woman Moira. Who's been so beaten down, and now you kind of understand why in that one statement. Yeah. I am. Yeah, it it's really
0: sad just seeing all that. And okay, I do need to back up just like a
2: tiny bit.
0: Okay. Let's talk about the weird sex scene and how uncomfortable it was. Because I just need to ask your your opinion for you too. Did she not look just bored out of her mind?
2: Yes, she did.
1: <laughs> Compared to how she is with Nick, she's just like, Oh dear God, please just let him do his business and let, let let's be done with this. Right and have a drink at the bar.
0: And then all of a sudden he's <laughs> like, Oh, you don't have to be quiet here. You know, and then she's gotta like kinda of fake it. It's like, Oh, oh yeah.
1: You, you know, if it was I would have been so salty and sarcastic, I would have been screaming like,
2: Yes. <laughs> well what so funny is that and men are so blind because she took a moment before she answered. Uh-huh. After he said, You don't have to be quiet here. She just sat there and looked at the sky huh. like <laughs> well, I guess I better answer him. Yeah, okay, I'll remember that for next time. I'm yeah. like, he's a cat. <laughs> I Aww. think he he
0: is at least in his mind, believing so much that she is the handmaid, you know, and it's beaten to her head that it's she cannot uh-huh. relax. Yeah, and this is a power trip for him.
1: Right. This is one
2: big power
0: trip. Yes, the fact that he gets to see her naked and just it's not very sterile.
1: Yeah, dress her up as as pretty as he wants, you know, parade her around like a a nice little piece of candy in front of the other commanders, and then actually get to have real sex with her. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. He's blinded. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's just drunk on his own power at this point. Meanwhile, we have Serena back at home who's clearly upset, um, and I wonder why. <laughs> she probably guesses that he's taking Offred to Jezebels or doing something inappropriate because men don't change, as, you know, Bitch Warren said earlier. <laughs> uh, and so she's kind of, you know, in the kitchen looking for something, and Rita comes in and knows she's looking for some alcohol she's like oh here the good stuff's under here yeah, like and they i'm looking for tea she's like yeah no, not, uh, girlfriend you are not looking for tea you're looking for the hard cold alcohol. <laughs> i got it right here i got it right here and so they have a drink together and we find out that rita lost a child um in the war when he was 19 and and Serena Joy is kind of, you know, taken aback by that. She says, "I'm I'm humbled by your son's sacrifice." And I thought that was kind of a sobering moment, where she's really realizing that not only has she created, helped create this world, she's contributing, contributed to not only the death of all of the government, but, but, but like innocent children, yeah, yeah, kids, innocent children have been sacrificed to this cause,
0: and, uh, you know you very well could have killed her husband, and not her personally, obviously, but, you Mm -hmm. know, Rita's husband could have been killed in the uprising, and Rita's just not mentioning anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe the Marthas and the aunts are people who don't have, maybe their husbands passed on or they weren't married and they're older ladies, or they don't have any male relatives that are old enough to oversee them. Uh, since women have to, you know, need oversight.
2: That's
1: true. So uh, maybe that, uh, that's one theory I had about it. But you, you kind of see Serena is, is coming apart at the seams a little bit. And she gets up the gumption to pretty much – where is the commander? Oh, he he isn't here. Oh, he isn't. And you see her go into his office, and she swings those doors open. There's all those books he's not supposed to have, apparently. And you know that something is working in her head, right? And the fact that she stays up. Yeah, that's yeah. She
0: stays up until he gets home. And Alfred makes it upstairs without anybody seeing. Yep, but she comes out right when he's coming up
1: the stairs and she's like, Oh, long night? Yeah, lipstick on the collar of my cloak is what she says I think. No, oh, that's the next one. Oh uh, really. Okay, right.
0: but you know, she's like, Um why don't you go to bed? And he's like, Uh, you know what, I have stuff to do, why don't you go to bed? And this is when they go to two different rooms and this is when I realize they're not even sleeping in the same bed together. Yeah, I think this is when we finally like, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah, right. they're not. But the next morning, at some point, we don't even know how early this is. We just know it's morning. Like, Alfred's dreaming about her past life and you know, happiness that she had basically, and mm-hmm. she's being shaken awake. And and I didn't know what was happening. I thought it was going to go a whole different route.
1: Yeah, I was like, ooh, what is going on? Serena's shaking her awake. She's in a panic. But and crazy Janine has kidnapped her baby and is about to jump off a bridge. Right, and this is
0: what we were talking about at the beginning, how we felt like this was the whole thing because it seems like such a buildup. Because when they take her there, you have the Putnams, you have Waterford, Serena, and obviously we have Alfred, and you have a bunch of the guards there, and mm-hmm. you have Aunt Lydia,
2: and wasn't there another aunt there? I want to say, so say yeah, but yeah. my thing was, how did she get a way to do this? Right,
0: because didn't they say something about it, it took a while for them to find her again? Uh huh. But it's like, how, like you, how did it take that long to find her? She made her way over there, like kidnapped the baby. Is this bridge close to the Putnams? Is she out in the middle of, you know, wherever we are? Was she trekking uh, but, through the park? What? What happened?
2: I'm like, could not you have been in Canada by now? Like,
1: <laughs> Seriously,
2: girlfriend! Yeah, That's why, that's why I said she's not the smartest. She not okay. No. <laughs> I would have been out of the country, like, gone. They would have been looking for Michelle. Where's yeah. Michelle she,
1: But She wanted, she wanted that baby. That baby was everything to her. And.
2: Yeah. But I think she, she could have done it with the baby because I felt like she was yeah. there for a minute.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she's still holding out hope that Warren and she are going to be a family because she says that kind of when she's standing on the bridge and then, you know, Warren's just trying to, you know. Well, she's saying that.
0: I think part of it is to be like, you you promised me that we'd be a family, that you'd leave, that you loved me. And, you know. He's just
1: like, uh, I don't know what you're saying. I, I didn't say anything. And, you know, his wife looks at him like, What? He said you're not well. You're not well, and then she snaps back. I was well enough to suck your cock, and everyone's like, "Oh,
2: right." You, like everybody went, "Oh, <laughs> oh." I felt like, "Oh my gosh," she had a moment of clarity. I was <laughs> like, Shay, You know those guards are like,
1: "Oh no, you didn't." How do they keep a straight face for some of this? Is what I want to know because I would have been like, "Oh damn!" I, I mean, I could not have stood there stoically watching this. I, I just could not have. Well, I love I it, to too, when Aunt
0: Lydia is, like, she looks at offer and she, I feel like she knows, and, again, this is one of those moments, like, in the very first episode, where she's like, this is really screwed up. And the mm-hmm. only person that's going to be able to help her, if anybody, is June. Yeah, June is kind of her
1: calming force, I think.
0: And I, I think that Aunt Lydia, at this point, too, has to believe that um, June tried to warn her mm-hmm. by asking, you know, do you think she's okay? And the fact that she didn't follow through on that, she realizes, all right, I, I better try to make this right. And the only thing is getting June to go talk to her. And even, oh my God, and I wanted to punch him through the TV, because... She's like, oh, just step back. and me talk to her. And Putnam got all shitty. Oh, yeah. they did. And I was just so pissed right there. I'm like, you know what? That woman, you were a dick. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You just said anything and everything to make her feel comfortable enough with what you were doing that she was going to have your baby. And now she's freaking the hell out. She's on the bridge, ready to jump with that child. Maybe you just mm-hmm. shut up. And it exactly. doesn't matter what's happening, exactly. just shut it. Exactly. I I don't care if they're going to just suddenly start dancing on the bridge naked, just shut your mouth. You're going
1: to okay, girls, that's totally normal, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 at this point, it's any by any means necessary, they're going to save that baby. Right.
2: Yes. So Jean, be Jan, babe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Janine, she's like, okay, maybe, you know, if we can save her, great. If not we got to save the baby. The baby's the priority, obviously. And and so we get offered going up there, and she's like, you know, this is going to go back to normal one day, and we're going to be laughing about how crazy this was. We're going to be drinking. We're going to do karaoke. We're going to dance. And Janine's like, who would dance with me? And she's like, well, it can't hurt that much. And then June tells her, you have to stay alive for your daughter. I'm staying alive for my daughter, and you have to give your baby a chance to grow up. Yeah. And that was so heartbreaking. Yes. Because it doesn't mention anything about her son. Exactly. And we don't know if her
0: son is still alive or not. And that's what made me jump to the conclusion that they possibly killed her son. It's possible.
1: Or that he died in the uprising or something. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just don't know. And, I mean, this is new content, you know, above and beyond the... the the book, and I remember reading, and it was on the Facebook group Maids, the Mm -hmm. discussion group that we, we talk about, and someone had posted an article about slavery times when women would be raped who were slaves, who would have a baby, and especially if they had a baby girl, that they would sometimes kill themselves because they did not want the same fate for their child. So they would kill themselves and their child in a similar fashion, yeah. jumping off a bridge. And I can totally see that, that mindset thinking, you know, this, this life isn't going to be something I'd want a child to, to have to endure, or live. But then you have June saying, you know what? We're going to get through this. This, there's no way this can last. You got to have hope that's going to change. You got to give her a chance to, to grow up. But you, you think back to slavery times, did the slaves think that th- this was going to end at some point? Did, did they think that, did they have that kind of hope that it was going to end or did they just see this as an ongoing cycle and this is just life now? I, I just wonder because it seems like this is a kind of almost like a history repeating itself in, you know, if this were real happening now,
2: right? From what I know in history and, you know, coming from an African American you know, being that and talking with family members. It was like both sides. You know, mm-hmm. people had hope and then there's some people that that was life. It is what it is. Yeah. So just like here, some of these girls have hope and some of these girls they just think this is what it's gonna be. This is our life and we just have to make the best of it.
1: Yeah. Huh? And I guess I, I guess for you know, some women killing the child was the acceptable thing to do them the, in themselves to save them from the similar t- torment that they've gone through. And others were, you know, well, it isn't such a bad life, you know, maybe things will change. They'll get better, you know. But we, then we know.
0: when we go Thank back you. and we see episode six, what we talked about then where they had to see the children, yes, you know, heart, heartbreaking. And even yes. when they were trying to help talk her down and, Putnam's wife is like, "Oh no, we need you. You should just come back with us. It's it's fine. Come with us." And Janine's just like, "I'm not that. I'm crazy, but I'm not that stupid."
1: Yeah, and back in slavery times, it was not uncommon for families to be split apart, for babies and children to be taken from their mothers. So I see that as a callback to that particular history and it's something that, you know, we should not forget. And I think <laughs> that's, that's something that
0: um Atwood was was also putting in here. Yes.
1: How close it yep. was. She said, I in an interview I I either listened to or I read, she said that every single thing in her book has at some point in history actually happened in the world. Yeah. And and that's scary.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's very scary. But that's also history. Yes. And so we need to know our history.
1: Absolutely. And
0: so, uh let me see. When they finally get the baby, she hands you yeah. the baby. I had that moment thinking that it was going to go one of two ways. They were going to shoot her mm-hmm. or she was actually coming down. And then the fact that she just she's like, okay, bye, and just flies off the I, bridge, it totally threw me. I figured she was going to jump. I figured Me too. she would. I, Me too. And then the fact that they're trying to retrieve her
2: body, I'm like, okay, she just jumped off the bridge. She's dead, right? But no, but they want... Nope. <laughs> you know why. You know why they want to retrieve right. her body. Yep. But that's another...
1: Even if she's counter. in a coma, she can still produce children.
2: Well, and Actually, that's well, been
0: disproven, but...
2: <laughs> but also... Because of what you see on the next episode. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, when when we see that she didn't die and she's in the hospital Aunt Lydia, and, again, this is the moment where you see she has tears in her eyes. And I don't Mm -hmm. understand Aunt Lydia. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I need to know how she got into that position. But, you know, she's like, you sweet, stupid girl. Yeah. And it's like, all right, she's in a coma. Maybe it's better if she stays in a coma. Who knows, but how long would they let her stay? But then flash yeah. forward a bit and we're back at the Putnam's house and the commander's being put into a black
1: van. Do, do, do. Yeah, well That's gotta be because of Janine rant and on the bridge that there was impropriety there that caused this and yeah. Yes, yeah, so that he didn't just do what he was supposed to do. So he went well beyond their own
2: rule. Okay, so maybe I'm missing something because I didn't rewatch the other episodes, but who is the actual leader?
0: I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of confusing because the guy that I felt like helped bring Nick in,
1: I felt Mm -hmm. like he was kind of like the head guy. But it seems like Waterford is pretty high up there because they consider him almost the architect, although we know it's actually Serena that, that masterminded this,
2: but... And that's why I have, because, like, is it really not a head guy? It's a committee more so? Because, like, these men get in trouble for, like, if Waterford, I just think that, I mean, I guess, like, with a president, you can get impeached, so. But it's Uh not a dictatorship, basically, is what I'm saying. No, it
0: it seemed to be, like, a committee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more like
1: the oligarchy of
2: old rich guys. Yeah. Because, but you can't do what you want because you would think they would do it. They'd be like, well, I'm still, I can do what I want. You know what I mean? Like, but now you get punished and these are the ways you get punished. And I just thought that was interesting. Well,
1: maybe they will set penalties for impropriety with your handmaiden. And, And maybe it's, they have these rules in place in order to ease the minds of the wives and not so much themselves. I mean, maybe he's just getting taken off, and you know, he'll get reprimanded, but then they'll let him go. But we don't really know. Oh yeah,
0: because even Serena's like, oh, he'll probably just get a reprimand, and yeah. that's when we get the men don't change comments, and it makes mm-hmm. me wonder what kind of punishments are in place because we've seen what's happened to the handmaids,
1: right? The I- the feet whipping and the oh, cutting off that's the hands. So- uh,
2: Makes me yeah, I kind of get an idea from the next episode, the season finale. Uh-huh. Yeah. What the punishment is. the Through me, but. I
0: said, we don't spoil it. Let's spoil it.
2: Yeah. No, we don't spoil <laughs> it, but I'm just saying, like, I kind of got an idea, but I just thought it was interesting that they even get punished, like, make a punishment. Like, okay, so.
0: Right. Because yeah. I feel like so many of the wives are probably like, they're not, they would be punished more something inconsequential compared to the commanders.
1: Exactly. And you've got bitch Warren, you know, bouncing the baby, and she's clearly pissed off at him. Right. But she should be. So, I i mean, obviously but
0: we're going to th- see that next episode, what happens, how the committee comes together.
2: Um, but I think it's funny that she's mad at him, but yet he has sex with her with you sitting in the Like, my brain cannot compromise. I can't compartmentalize like that. I couldn't be in this world. Oh, we've said that several times. Like, how you mad at him for doing that? But you, but you sat there calmly. Is they all three were in the bed? No, get out of here. I don't know. She That's might have been giving him that. Mm, you better not be
0: enjoying this kind of look. You know.
2: You don't know. <laughs> True. Uh, um, it's just it's so crazy. Like the the resolve women have to have in this world. The all around. The, Yes. From yeah. every position, from yes. the even the high wives to the handmaidens to the Jezebels to the the, re- the Martha the aunt yeah the mar- Martha the kitchen people is that what I yeah. I got okay well there's the housekeepers you know, just all around yeah. yeah you know how do I get to be a Martha I just rather clean your house and have you on top of me every other night
1: well, I'd poison them.
2: them see I couldn't even do that because I can't
0: remember all my recipes I need to read those so I'd be in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I guess you're not getting cookies. I don't remember how to make them.
1: Anyway. No, <laughs> so, no. uh... The cookies. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Maybe, the,
0: let me read. Let's go to the butcher's shop, shall we? Now, this let's is a store it. we haven't yes. seen either, so, interestingly enough, Alfred is kind of in her own little world, and the butcher's like, oh, I have a special cut for the commander. And so slides... You did it just for him. Yeah, and ends up sliding her the package, which... I was surprised because she's looking like, what? (laughs) Like, she's so dazed and then realizes what it is because she goes around the corner. And there's a note that she reads. First of all, words. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I love it because, like, here's your package. Praise be, bitch.
1: Yes, I loved that. Oh. And then we see Moira used a, a toilet shiv, kind of the way she escaped the Red Center, to escape Jezebel's. We see her in a delivery truck uniform, and she's driving that truck, you know. And I was just like, yes,
2: finally.
0: I was so happy, too, that Moira, like, stood up for herself. That did She did this for June. She's standing up for herself, and... I feel like okay, this is this is huge because this is what's going to somehow get June out. This is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking, and I'm hoping, and I don't know. I just hope that that's how everything
1: turns out, but we both know. At least we'll, we'll know something the, next. We see week. The, the contents of the package in this one, don't we? Oh, no, no, no not yet. That's no, the next not one. No, not yet.
0: yet. So, yes, there'll
1: be content. So we'll talk
0: about that soon,
2: guys. But Yeah, I got less than that, but, yeah. um, (laughs) Did we talk about the end? Did we talk about the end? I can't remember. I just blacked out for a second. (laughs) About Moira driving off? Yeah, but I wanted to say, like, like, what Jennifer was saying earlier, like, that was a bridge, too. Yes, yes. That she, yeah, yeah, she was able to bring herself
1: back into, hey, you're a fighter. You need to remember who you are. That was kind of her bridge and her way out of Jezebel's,
2: I think. Yeah. And if I was just thinking, okay, so she just got in a truck and she was able to drive off. Mm -hmm. And no one stopped her.
0: Well, she Mm -hmm. was in the men's clothing.
2: And I'm just thinking, you know, she's
0: thin and she had short hair, so that helped a lot. So she can kind of.
1: Look. she could be a she could be a very pretty guy so i think Mora is very pretty
2: yes yes yeah, she is um but i was also thinking like these are just the little flaws that i see in this world from her just being able to go like that and for janine to be able to go and get that baby but these guards these swat people aren't that great you know there are just so and, many of them i think is
1: more it, of the problem yeah in the book the the angels as they're called they're called the guardians in, in the book or in the show but the angels are that's what they're, they're called in the book i mean how many of these guys did janine come across that she had to like give blowjobs to because they're not allowed to have sex unless they're you know married with an of wife trying to have children in order to make it from point a to point b steal the baby and then make it to the bridge Because we saw Moira and June walking around and they're like, where, where is her partner? Why, what are you doing with this handmaid and, and things like that? And so did she do it at night? Is security more lax at night? Did she just have to do a lot of sexual favors in order to get to where she was going? We have no idea how crazy
2: Janine pulled this off. Exactly. So that's when my, my, that's where I get to where go take your baby and go away, but I'm thinking rationally. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just like, you did all that, and you got this far. And then Maura does what she does, and it's just like, there's some chinks in the armor. Yeah. well, There's some chinks in the armor. I think it's just getting to certain
0: points, because like we've seen in Luke's episode, you know, there was a lot of stuff that went down and trying to get out. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I think after 3 years and plus they're still fighting a war and there are a lot of people who are double agents so you know there may have been a sympathetic guard who escorted her and helped her pull this off to steal the baby. We we don't know. Oh, that's true. We have I mean wow. there is a resistance still. So there's a and lot then, of questions. Yeah, but... yeah, and then we have the total and complete brainwashing of these girls to the point where You have June, who's been sent to her room by Serena and stays there for 13 days, and her door doesn't lock. It doesn't even close all the way, but she dares not come out until she's told to. That's, like, how deep the brainwashing is. And then you see throughout the series how progressively June begins taking her own identity back after three years, and that's exactly what she did for Moira and and Jezebel. She's like, you need to remember who you are. Right. And, that, and that's what she needs in order to, you know, make her move to escape. Wow. So this episode
0: just was, it, I can't even talk about it. It was, like, so crazy because there was so much happening, and it, it seemed like a lot of this spread out further than it actually did, like we were talking. Mm-hmm. And then when you really think about it, yeah, it's like, okay, how did this happen? How, I don't understand some of it you just got to kind of take for storytelling, of course. Mm-hmm. And some of it is, you know, what what's next? So, yeah. um, ultimately, you know, I thought this was really, even episode nine, this was, like, super powerful and pivotal. It was very powerful, yeah. Because we see, like, we see Moira pivot, we see June, I think... Pivot because this is obviously before she gets the package. Talking
1: to Janine like, no, it's going to change. Things are happening. Like she had hope. She's having hope. Serena even pivots. Yes. And
0: and so I I think it was a huge huge episode. So ultimately, I'm saying thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I was even gonna say like I felt something for Serena because like when I watched the movie, it was fade done away, and I felt nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was fade done away. I didn't feel
1: anyone. I didn't feel anything for anyone in in the movie. I'm like, nah, I don't like any of you guys. Yeah, no, I thought <laughs> the like Commander was even creepier in the movie, but that's a whole different story. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. We're
2: gonna
1: complete. I yeah. my f- <laughs> Yeah. for my favorite episode of season one. Yes. yes.
2: The bridge. All right. Yeah, it is my, mine too.
1: So, this one went a
0: little longer than we normally do, guys. I'm sorry, but this was a serious, serious episode. So, Michelle, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, though?
2: All right. I do a podcast for the Nerd Element called um, the DC TV Podcast with the Nerd Element. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Comic Geek Girly and on Instagram at Comic Geek Girly
0: and
1: jennifer i am of the infamous hollow nine that is all one word, nine spelled with the number nine I-N-E. We are going to launch a brand new hollow9.com soon. You can follow us on Twitter. I believe we're like hollow9 pod or something like that. Hollow9 network pod, something like that. But I am Jennifer9, nine, spelled nine, the number nine I-N-E, all one word, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, number nine I-N-E. So you can hit me up there and definitely check out our website, coming hollow 9com and we've got a ton of podcasts over there, and I kind of jump around on a lot of them. And, of course, you know, you can
0: find FangirlZone.com, and all of our contacts are on that page. We usually live tweeting. Obviously, with this being who show, it's not everybody on the same page, so we haven't really like tweeted this one. I have tweeted some of it out, and... When all is said and done, I will have an episode with my husband and I getting it all from a men's point of view, because he's got some choice words about it, and I'll tell you the first thing, first choice word was, what the hell? So it kind of went from there. So it's really interesting, at least in my opinion, to see, you know, how the guys feel about this, too. All right, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Michelle, thanks for stopping by, and always have fun talking to you, too. Uh And can't wait to talk about more, and uh, you will be getting the finale from us shortly, and uh, we will have coming back from the Great White North, Miss Ingrid, who opened this with us, and she'll be closing this with us. So thank you, everybody, for listening, and for this episode of Fangirl Zone, I'm Sean Fangirless. Bye! Bye! Until next time.